Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. What's next for Kevin Owens? I'm Ollie Davis. This is El Fagador Laurie Blake. Welcome to Wrestle Ramble, where it's a very special day, Laurie. Is it? It's all in is day. It? Oh, I thought it was my birthday. Oh, no. Uh, is it? No. When is your birthday? Do you want to say this on a. It's in January sometime. Okay. We'll, okay. We'll... It's fine. We'll get. We'll get. We'll come. Late January? When we get to the. Late January. Royal Rumble time. Guess is in. When is. Okay. Yeah. Answers on a postcard. Got about 10, 11 dates to play <laughs> with there. So, yes, it's all in day. Before we get to the Kevin Owens discussion, mm. you you did your predictions video. I did indeed. I assume that's gone up. Hopefully. Because because we're recording this in advance. At this point, I haven't edited it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, this is, this is quite a historic day. Absolutely. I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be momentous either as a successor or a failure it doesn't yeah. it doesn't matter the history has been made now but i i feel like this is already a success no matter what oh like you know, the, absolutely the, yeah. the talent on the card are incapable of unless you've got crazy high expectations yeah. there are enough matches there the talent pool is so deep that it's going to be good even if a lot of men are phoning <clears> it in Oh, no, I think the thing, yeah, I think actually, the, I think more my saying it might be a failure isn't even, it's not even to do with the wrestling, it's to do with the production aspect of it and, sure, the, and the video sure. stuff like, you know, maybe that goes wrong because who's done it, who's out of these people who are making this have done it in a 10,000 seater arena before, like, you know? Yeah, like even the Ring of Honours, who I imagine would be quite heavily involved production wise, mm. they would lean on just because of the, the connections and contracts there. Yeah, even like, even ROH have not done a 10,000 seater ever. No, absolutely, and yeah. it's just it's just those things of like placement of cameras and all that kind of stuff. So maybe that stuff could end up being mm. on the jankier end of things. Who are we to talk <laughs> in the from the murder room? But uh, <laughs> we can throw stones yeah. in our little yeah. in our weird. Glass we don't even house. have glass on our house. <laughs> We're in a burnt burnt out greenhouse. We live but, in. But yeah, we've got a, we do have a giant skylight in this room that we've been forced into yeah. for the next month. But we do have a new place where mm. we're going. And yeah, that has that has caused us problems. It has indeed. Where at the start of the video, everything will be fine, um, but at the end, it'll look like I'm slowly being engulfed by a nuclear blast. Yeah, with my face overexposed. We're in sunshine. Uh, have you got a match you're looking forward to most out of all in? Oh, I mean, I'm looking forward to like Kenny Omega versus Pentagon. That's amazing. There is no way that can be a bad match. That's yeah. just. I think also uh, Cody. Cody versus Nick Aldis is going to be good. Have yeah. a re- I think that's going to have the most emotion to it. Yeah, and I think that probably is going to be the main event. Yes. Like, realistically, I think, it, 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 depending on the booking, 
that should be the main event because mm. if, if Cody does pick up the win, it obviously is such a big deal and would be the kind of perfect fairy tale ending to all in, really, yeah, to see yeah. Cody lifting that title that his dad used to hold and becoming the first ever father son duo to hold it. Oh, is that true? Yes. That's a stat. Huh. Yeah, that would be very nice. I, I've got two, uh, the, and even, even including those ones you said, mm. I think the, is it Young Bucks and. Abushi. Abushi. Versus Ray, Ray Mysterio, Ray Phoenix, Ray Phoenix, and Jushin Thunder, Bandido, Bandido. I think that's going to be incredible. I love a six-man tag. I think that's going to be incredible. I mean, it is the perfect combination of people for it to be an absolute spot fest yeah, of yeah. just incredible proportions. Well, so yeah, that. And speaking of spot fest, my other pick, and this was mainly because the Wrestling Observer got me very hyped for it mm. on today's episode, was because Meltzer said I like he said that his sleeper hit is Joey Janela versus Hangman Page. Yes, Because yeah. those are two men who are insane. <laughs> and Meltzer even said, I'm pretty sure there's balconies at the Sears Centre. And you've got to think, like, this is a big show. Lots of eyes. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna pull out all of the stops. And I think if, balconies it, if Vince talks about moments for WWE pay-per-views, this is going to be one yeah. big, long two-hour-long moment or whatever it is. It's two-hour, three-hour? Three-hour moment. I don't, yeah. Well, and, ten, well, ten matches is mm. quite a lot to cram into... It was a one-hour... So a one-hour pre-show. Yes. And then a, what, a three-hour okay. pay-per-view, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a... I would have preferred fewer matches and a shorter duration. I guess the problem is, though, because, like... Yeah, you might like short like that stuff, but they don't have any story bits here. Like it, because everyone's been drafted in from everywhere else, there's not a lot on the line in terms of just progression. It's not like a WWE pay per view where you can go, well, these guys have had this feud for this long, and these people have done this, and this has happened. Like it all is a bit more just like this is just a match for this thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I guess you'd have more matches there to fill up the sort of idea that you know there's I not really know. as much story behind it. I I get what you're saying. But I think I'm getting this right. When they when tickets went on sale, mm. no matches were actually announced. So it's not like people have bought tickets because they want to see this match. They oh, know no, the talent no, no, was going to no. be there. So there's no real need to to add to make it a ten match card. Oh, so what are you taking away then? <laughs> what yeah, would you point. what would you take out of this card? Because yeah, it's, but that's. Yeah, it's, it's really good because really like good. each match does give something different. You've yes. got the women's four where you've got the I'm really I really want to see Stephen Amell versus Christopher Daniels. I'm really excited for that because it's got like that and like isn't that that's the geek version of Vince's old idea of well you got to book a celebrity match and you've got you know the star of Arrow there mm. who's a wrestling nerd himself. I think one of the criticisms at WWE is that they never book for our kind of fan they book for like what they think is a mainstream fan and I feel like they probably don't sit in murder rooms no well a different kind <laughs> literal ones uh, they I think they're going to book like Cody and the Young Bucks are going to book with fan service in mind yeah they, 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 they understand their audience very well and we happen to be their audience and I have complete faith and trust in them I'm very excited I think uh, wicked. we might not be able to review it until Monday in this format yeah, but uh, I'm at a bar crawl right now. My <laughs> annual twelve pints in twelve pubs slog fest in honor of the world's end. And you're at a wedding. I'm at a wedding. Yeah. So so getting in, in, in tomorrow. In, yeah, in Dorset. Yeah. <laughs> where we currently don't actually have anywhere to stay because that fell through 
today, mm. but not today Saturday. Thursday, not yeah. today Saturday in the talking ahead sense in Thursday. So we've got to go tomorrow, which is Friday. So. Uh. I don't know. We, I might be. I mean, I might be at a wedding. <laughs> I might be at home. So we. I'm going to attempt to come in and record something very hungover on <laughs> Sunday. Uh, but if not, we'll do the oh. full review on on Monday. But Kevin Owens, I'd love to see a low energy Ollie Davis doing. There is no <laughs> such thing. <laughs> doing hungover. Uh, I saw you at Luke Stagdo just wearing a robe. Hey. For, just wearing a robe for however many days. What goes on Luke Stagdo stays on Luke Stagdo like the strips of his pubic hair. So, Kevin Owens, what what is going to happen next? He, of course, quit WWE this week. Uh, you very optimistically said, or like thought, this might be real. I just, Yeah, well, I just said if it was, if anyone was going to do it that Fantasy way. Fantasy booking. If it was fun, anyone yeah. going to do yeah, it that yeah. way, it would be Kevin Owens, mm. as he is the master of just keeping in character the whole time, and his character pretty much hasn't changed since the indies. So. Yeah. And that they have, they have apart from that weird face of America time that we don't talk about. But I didn't mind that. <laughs> he's gone pretty far down the like the, the, the attention to detail route. He's uh, been moved to the alumni page on WWE's website, which they did the last time he quit the company with Sami Zayn, was fired actually uh, back in March. Mm-hmm. He has sort of blanked out all of his tweets yep. on Twitter. Has he changed his name back to Kevin Steen there? Oh, I've not seen that Probably yet. No. Maybe. And he's also relisted his merchandise on Pro Wrestling Tees as Kevin Steen, which is a... You actually looking... I'm going to look it up. I just you have see. really gotten into Twitter since you've become El Fagador. Yeah, it's fine. You were, you're a self-declared no-Twitter man. Yeah, I was, yeah. And now you just love the, love the attention. I don't mind doing it specifically for something. Mm. But not for yourself. No, I wouldn't. Just, well, as, just as a character. I'm not very good at tweeting, is I think the main thing. Don't put yourself down. Aww. But yeah, so Pro Wrestling Tees is a shop, an online shop, where a lot of independent wrestlers sell their merchandise, and WWE don't work with them. So the first thing you do if you leave WWE is you usually start up your Pro Wrestling Tees store, like Jimmy uh, Jacobs did. Did he change his name? Well, no, so his... His at is still Fight Owens Fight. Uh, his name on Twitter currently is just a full stop. So <laughs> maybe he has, yeah. I don't know. So that's what happened. But all the reports that have come out are quite clearly saying this is all a work. Owens recently resigned. Yeah. Like I never believed he'd actually he'd actually quit because, you know, I'm smart. But uh there's there's quite a few proposals there's, there's of options, what to do with there, it. Yeah. So one report was from Barnburner's podcast, was that there's an idea on the table for bringing him back as a Paul Heyman guy. Would love that. There's, uh, I read somewhere else today, I can't remember where, that oh, it was Sports Illustrated, that there's speculation he could come back as a full-on baby face, Ooh. which would, you know, it would be an interesting swerve for his character because he's always been a heel. He was... Uh... He was a face when he came out to celebrate with Sami Zayn, wasn't he? Yeah, for that night. Yeah. Yeah, because he debuted as a face and he celebrated with Sami as a face. And then turned on him and immediately. And then turned on him pretty yeah. quickly. So, yeah, for the first, the first two hours of his WWE career, he was a face. I mean, probably, yeah, he's such a good heel, though. I just, it's, yeah. It's impo- like, uh, it's, it, would, it would be the same as turning the Miz face. It would be such a waste of someone who is legitimately brilliant at that one thing. Well... So, I would agree with you, but the first time... So, I got familiar with Kevin Steen as he mm. was back then in the Ring of Honor days. Mm-hmm. And 
they did this incredible storyline where I think it was he lost a match to El Generico. Don't know where Generico's gone since. And Steen had to leave the company and they legit kept him out for a year. So he didn't appear on ROH TV for a year. And occasionally, every couple of weeks, you'll get a guy in the crowd with a sign that's like behind Kevin Kelly doing a bit toward it, like to, to the camera. And he goes, sign Kevin Steen, like that. <laughs> and Kevin Kelly will go, no, 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 cut. And they cut. And it'd be so well done. And apparently this was all Jim Cornette. Cornette had the book back then. And he was really committed to, no, you're, you're, no, you can't be here for a year. Mm. And there was some actual tension there. Cornette and Owens didn't get on very well. Uh, stuff about his body shape, about his attitude backstage, Cornette was not a fan of. But it created this kind of renegade anti-hero in Owens, mm. or Steen as he was. And when he came back, oh my God, the pop was enormous to the extent where Davy Richards, who was being pushed as the face of the company, but the fans kind of turned against in a Roman Reigns way. When Steen came back, which was just around the same time that The Rock was doing some promos mm. on Raw, and st like Steen was at, on, on top of this balcony. I think it was at the Hammersmith Ballroom. And he even goes like, now I'm trending worldwide, which is what The Rock used to say. It was a great promo. <laughs> and he, yeah, for like the next couple of months, he was this really cool tweener against Davy Richards, who was slowly mm. morphing into more of a... Well, I mean, yeah, between himself, I could definitely see that sort of like if we if we lent back onto the sort of prize fighter mm. champion aspect of his character that he's always had anyway. I think like the, yes. I think the Kevin Owens that came out to prove himself to John Cena, while he was definitely a heel in NXT, that kind of I'm just coming out to prove myself and have a big match and show you that NXT is better than this. Like that kind of attitude, I think would work really well. I just want to prove that I'm better than you. I just want to win the championships because I want more money for my kids, that kind of stuff that he was, he's always done as part of his character. Yeah. Lean on that. And then, yeah, no, I don't, don't make him sympathetic, but yeah, just, make him popular and, you know, not, he doesn't have to cheat to win. He just wants to be better and prove that he's the best. And you don't have all these bits where, like, get rid of the comedy. And it's a shame because he's good at comedy. He's really But funny. that's not the best use of him. You want him to, you know, when he was Universal Champion. That's when he should be running through people and be this really dominating top guy. But he wasn't. He was Chris Jericho's straight man mm. in an act where a list was over and not the universal champion. And that was all just filler for Goldberg eventually. Yeah, I think that's what, whatever happens to Owens. I think the main thing that should be that they treat him seriously when he comes mm. back. That's the main thing that I want to see. Yeah, I think he because he's that's he's witty enough to be funny at the expense of the other people. Yes. he doesn't have to be like he's funny at the expense of himself. In the, so like those backstage bits where there was the one he filmed when he was at a live event, and it's him on the phone. He takes a fan's phone. He films this whole bit where he's watching everyone's entrances and trying to get closer <laughs> to them. And then Braun Strowman comes out and he's like taunting Braun Strowman, and then he has to run away and he's taunting Roman when Roman's on the on the turnbuckle and stuff. And all of this stuff, he was making the joke that you know. He was having fun with them, but making the joke that he's too much of a coward to actually go and say it properly to their face. He's just mm -hmm. trying to sneak around filming them. He, yeah, I think just booking him as someone who can and did on his, like, main, one of the first things he did, like, in the main oh, roster stuff, yeah. like, beat John Cena and then had to lose to him properly on telly the next week to keep Cena, the myth of Cena alive. But, you know, as this guy... He could legitimately just be a universal champion without having to cheat, without having to make silly jokes. But he can also then make jokes at the expense of the other people who are below him. Yeah. 
because he's so good on the mic. He like in a in a sort of slanging match, he would win. Yeah, yeah, like he's a great promo, mm. and you don't have to make him an out and out comedy guy to bring that natural wit through. Like yeah. you said, I. Yeah, so so as a babyface or as a Paul Heyman guy, well, or maybe you know a mixture of both. <coughs> but there's the argument that because Owens is such a good promo, why put him with Heyman? And the answer to that is CM Punk. They yeah. put Punk and Heyman were excellent together. Sometimes you can make an act beyond the sum of its parts, and that could be with yeah. Owens and Heyman. We well, yeah, exactly. He doesn't need Heyman to talk for him, but he can have Heyman hype him up and all mm. that kind of stuff. And then you know you could you could almost do a very subtle shift there and have him be less funny on the mic and stuff and then you could have Heyman being out there talking for him and Kevin being like no I'm serious now Yeah. and then he could be that serious Kevin Owens and you have Heyman doing it and then when they break up or whatever happens down the line you know Owens can just go back to talking for himself it's fine he's, he's, he's flexible and he's versatile and I think he can there's lots of stuff yeah. he can do and there's, a, there's an element hopefully he gets really jacked like Dean Ambrose yeah. as well in the time but still off. with the paunch yeah <laughs> it wouldn't be the same no he'd have to stop doing the cannonball and I wouldn't like that yeah but it, it looked weird without the paunch the cannonball that's the centre of gravity that gives yeah, it so it's much the, momentum uh, what was it from who was it in Hook that did it I can't remember a little fat character who actually legitimately oh, turned yeah. into a ball right. on Hook uh, bangerang like, yeah isn't no he isn't he the cool one no that's rufio who said well they all say bangerang but rufio is the cool one yeah and then there's a fat one and back, back to anyway. <laughs> uh i think the good thing Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If he went with Paul Heyman, would be he'd get a bit of the Brock Lesnar rub. You know, where does Paul Heyman go after Brock? Yes, yeah. Oh, whoever it is is going to be like, unless it's, you know, Curtis Axel and they try and do that act again. Actually happened! Then this, mm. it, it could be a bigger deal. Well, I think that's the thing. Is like, yeah, the Paul the Paul Heyman pairing here says uh, implicitly that Kevin Owens is a top guy. Paul has only been associated recently with some of the very best acts in WWE and guys who quickly rise to the top. Yeah, and I think yeah, he he gets to bask in that glory. To pinch a phrase from Keith Lee, <laughs> um, yeah, he gets to bask in that if he just joins up with Heyman and people will just go. Oh, I get that this guy is a big, big deal now. Especially, yeah, it revamps the character. It does, yeah, absolutely. Appeal. Because you know, Heyman comes out and says this stuff. Owens gets a big pop because he quit and he's gone away for a while, hopefully. Um, and obviously, he ended on a massive high with that match with Seth Rollins, which was mm. incredible. Yeah, and I think th- this whole combination of things will be an incredible moment to have him return. And I would have him like not even in the Intercontinental Title picture. I would want him in that act mm. going straight back to the universal title because he never he's another guy who never got his rematch when he lost it to Goldberg yeah I think that's because, how we walk out yeah. yeah so yeah they could they could wrangle it that way and then I would you know I think the time would be right to put the belt back on Owens yeah like I wouldn't but from what I've read they want to keep the belt on reins for that's a long term thing hooray because uh, it worked out so well when they had a long-term champion last time. Mm. Um, well, at least he's around. Well, uh, yeah, I guess. And but the thing is, so they've been teasing. They there have been posters or leaked uh, promo materials for matches and shows down the line that have said Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. So I don't know if the plans have changed there mm-hmm. because now Owens has done this, or if it's going to be a very short quitting that he's done. He's, yeah. He'll be back within a month. I hope they keep him out for a couple of months. Like I hope they keep him off screens for like three months or something. Have him return. Mm. More towards have him return more towards WrestleMania time. Wow! Or, or well, Survivor Series would be the next one. Oh yes, or Survivor yeah. Series. Like I would, I mean, a WrestleMania returned with Heyman to be like, oh no, I want my rematch. Yeah, at Mania, like, that'd be pretty badass. That'd be pretty awesome. Um, should we do some crap gimmicks though? Crap Gimmicks is a segment where you, the SWAF Nation, send in awful wrestling gimmick ideas and we decide whether we want to sign them to the Crap Gimmick roster. They have to just be, you know, ter- terrible. Well, they have to be the perfect mix of crap. They can't mm. be too crap. because They otherwise... have to be well thought out. Yeah, crap. otherwise they're out. Yeah, so first We up, don't want crap crap. We want good crap. Yeah, like consistent, logically thought out Consi- feces. No one wants consistent crap. Well, no, you do they want consistent do. crap, yeah. Yeah. We want people, Watery. Who've, people who've been having fruit and fibre for their ideas, yeah. that kind of, you know. Yeah, we want a lot of prunes Prune juice to on, go yeah. into this. So Kane Ashton says, Dear Luke and Ollie. Dear Luke, Ollie and Laurie. Yeah, these are the names you're missing there. Dear Luke and Ollie. Forgot you were here. Got a crap gimmick for you here, inspired by 80s cartoons such as G.I. Joe. International when I thought, hero. When I thought of the oldest kind of gimmick... A uh, few are quite as fascinating to me as nationality gimmicks, which is, which is weird. We don't have a foreign heel at all. No, or, no, or a patriot. no foreign heels. Uh, I'm from this place and I have a particular set of customs and a different culture. So rather than fill up your roster with multiple patriot acts, <clears throat> I give you 
Washington. The only Patriot gimmick you will need. He is of Herculean physique and He-Man-esque in his appearance. Kitted out in guile. Kitted out in guile from Street Fighter? Like a tyre? What's guile? Guile is the guy with the uh, tall blonde hair who goes, Sonic okay. Boom! Uh, finally, he wears, he wears uh, like um, camo pants okay. and a vest top. Finally, he has a full-face boxing-style mask with the star-spangled banner printed across the front. Carrying out his duties as a true red, white and blue American hero, by which, of course, I mean needlessly targeting and victimising other members of the locker room, that he believes to be commies. Uh, fearlessly and proudly We're walking... Back there, are we? <laughs> Proudly walking to the ring to much fanfare and the sounds of a 1984-style anthem devoted solely to him and his valiant efforts to purge the Red Menace from the crap gimmick division. Finally, his finishing move, a vertical suplex power driver, he calls Manifest Destiny. Uh, that's enough rambling from me. I'll leave that to you guys. So flipping the, the sort of foreign heel act on its head. This is a domestic heel. Hmm. It's America gone crazy. They wouldn't, it's not called a domestic heel at that point, is it? It's called mm. a... A heel. No. <laughs> well, you know, if, if foreign heels are the equivalent to terrorists, then mm. domestic heels would just be... Domestic terrorists? No. That's not what they call them in America. What's they that? just call them gunmen. Crazed gunmen. Crazed gu Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th I think this would be a... I like the idea that he's got this quite outdated mission of going after yeah, commies. He thinks Reagan's still president. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you could, that could be a nice wrinkle to his character. I like the look. Um, Kane actually sent in this guy, rendered in, in a sort of 2K character. He looked pretty badass. Mm, I like it. I think it's. I like the. I like the flip. If you play. If you play into it well, I think it could work. Mm. It's actually quite. It's actually quite a good gimmick rather than a crap gimmick. Yeah, that's gimmick the that problem. Point. It might. It could be. It too could actually good for be. This. Could actually be a very good social commentary. Yeah, uh, and and crap gimmick wrestling is not the place for that. No, we don't want that. In classic feuds against WrestleBot One Thousand and the Fishmonger. Uh, so next up from Baruch Scott or Baruch Scott. I am here, so he's written this in kayfabe as the advocate for the gimmick. Okay. I am here representing my client. The next big thing in crap gimmick wrestling. The best worst thing in wrestling today. I am the agent for Justin Timberbeaver. Let me give it to you straight. This kid is one of the most talented wrestlers you have ever seen. This kid has the mat wrestling, the high-flying moves, and the strikes necessary to be your world champion. There's just one problem. I have to tell you because I'm an honest man, and I don't want to hide anything from you if I ever have another client looking to sign t with you. You see, Justin hates wrestling. His father, Mr. Timber Bieber, is the one who forces his son to wrestle. You see, Mr. Timber Bieber suffered a career-ending injury at 21. Something about a Spanish fly off the apron. Mr. Timber Bieber travels with his son, managing him. Mr. Timber Bieber seems to love the spotlight his son gets. He ca his son can't say anything since he's only 16. Huh. That's, uh, I don't know if we can sign just labour laws. This might be an automatic disqualification. Well, it's difficult. I mean, if they only did one hour a week, it might be all right. Yeah, with the parent. And the parent's going to be there, yeah. and he'll probably sign the release form. Well, that kind of opens up right. a whole be, be okay. children's division. Yeah. 
just recklessly <laughs> yeah. endangering kids. It's difficult to get the live shows going there. Then we just have to. They just have yeah. to be there for the house. Just well, just be like two hundred five only, yeah. only on the network. Mm. Justin never wanted to be a wrestler. Since he was six, he's always wanted to be a singer and a rapper. His singing is. Fine. He sings his own entrance music and cuts promos by freestyle rapping about his opponents. He loves to reference pop music while wrestling. His taunts are dance moves. His finisher is the MC Hammerlock DTT, <laughs> where he calls for it by doing the Hammer Time dance move before locking the Hammerlock DDT in. Uh, Justin and his father fight sometimes, even during matches. But I assure you, Mr. <coughs> Timber Bieber won't be too much of a problem. I don't know what that means. So this last bit, he's put in brackets, I'm now out of character. So this is just a normal email now. This isn't him as the advocate for Timber Bieber. So I just wanted to list some other moves and puns and jokes <laughs> that I have for the character. He's got a very different voice. For the <laughs> <laughs> he can throw his opponent to the corner and then moonwalks to elbow them. That's quite a good bit. Uh, Mr. Timber Bieber is a heel, finding ways to cheat to get Justin to win. Justin is a face, mostly because he doesn't care if he loses. I'd like to clarify that while Justin is wrestling, you can tell he doesn't enjoy it. But whenever he's dancing or singing, he has a smile on his face. Justin calls himself the king of pop-up power bombs. Mm. Pop. King of pop. Pop. King of pop-up power bombs. What do you reckon of Timber Bieber? I feel like it's two gimmicks in one. Mm. I feel like it's. I, I really like the uh, pushy parent gimmick, though. That's quite fun. I yeah. think the uh, you could have done that with Jason Jordan, Kurt Angle at some point down totally. the line. If anyone ever believed that <laughs> Kurt Angle was Jason Jordan's was dad, if that eventually happened, um, and now he's injured, we'll never know. Maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think the pushy parent thing is quite fun. I like the idea of someone who's actually clearly like okay at wrestling, but doesn't want to be because someone's pushing them into it, that might be quite a fun thing to play with. I also quite like the, the Timber Beaver. Yeah, you see, I, I keep I'm hearing it as Tim, Tim, I keep hearing it as Timber Beaver, which... Yes, different character. Beavers like Timber, so it works. I, I liked the pop side of things more. I bet you did. Yeah. I thought that could be... <laughs> oh, a... Wrestling Media Con coming up, is it? <laughs> Suddenly, had a couple of dance lessons, have we? <laughs> I, I like the idea of a heel Justin Bieber character mm. kind of like Elias but 20 20 20 years old mm. he's got the whole YouTube fame thing behind him empathise that's a little bit like what Leo Rush is doing sort of but in a, oh, okay. in a, in a, in a, in a different style like, he's obviously not a dancer and all that kind of stuff but he's doing the sort of I'm really young but I'm really good and he's, mm. he's going for that sort of uh, young almost sort of rap music aesthetic because he's 14 isn't he 14 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and lastly uh, the last he'll uh, grow, into it. grow into it is from someone who didn't identify themselves but their email name is I'm a freaking hedgehog hedgehog is spelled wrong yeah uh, John Paul the Pope I this is kind of a controversial lineup we've got a an American critiquing patriot gimmick Bieber, Bieber. <laughs> just Bieber that's just controversial the most, the most controversial and now, now the, the, the head honcho of the the Roman Catholic Church so this is John the, Paul. Hey, hey, the there's, nothing, there's nothing controversial about the Roman Catholic Church. They've never done anything. But D'Angelo De Nero, back in TNA, was called the Pope. But that was more of like a pimpin' Pope. That classic. Like a, a godfather style. Yeah. Uh, the Pope enters the ring on the back of a car inside a bulletproof container driven by one of his followers. The Pope is the biggest babyface in all of crap gimmick wrestling. His finisher is called the Exorcism, and there's a chokehold on the floor while he screams, 
get out in Hebrew like how exorcisms are performed in real life. When he wins a match, he kneels in front of his opponent's head and he is handed a dish of water. He then baptises the defeated opponent. Then he exits the (laughs) arena by being strapped into a harness and is lifted into the rafters. In interviews, the Pope always says that he will win because he has God on his side. Oh, is that the end of it? Yeah, yeah. It's quite short. Um, A lot going on there. I mean, I quite like it. Well, see, I, I didn't like it until the visual of after every match he does a little he, yeah. he he gets lifted into the rafters preferably with a jetpack he shouldn't do and he shouldn't baptize them he should do the last rites yeah so that's more that's more of an exorcist gimmick than the pope himself isn't yeah. it the cardinal because then you get to be, it's all in red mm. like the imperial king's guard yeah that was his personal guard that would work yeah. uh hmm this is why Luke usually chooses I mean, the crap gimmicks. I mean, yeah, the thing is with the Pope, otherwise it's <laughs> it's just a bit of a controversy magnet, isn't it, really? Well, that maybe that's what crap gimmick wrestling needs uh, for the ratings. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's just, his his ultimate enemy is the Boston Globe. Yes, the, 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 a big heel <laughs> storyline. The spotlight section. I the, the, but he's a face. Mm. He's a, the, the ultimate baby face, uh, I'm a freaking hedgehog, is proposing here. Mm. Who doesn't love the Pope? So, any <laughs> any uh, of those three, I think, I think Timber Bieber is probably the best out of the bunch. But even he's a bit complicated. He's not sure. He's not sure what he wants to be. Mm. So yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to sign any this week. You? That's a no from me. No. Sorry, folks. So the mailbag people have been getting in touch with Luke's email address, which I. Have the login for. Watch a little video of him rafting yes. earlier. <laughs> yeah, so it seems <laughs> Luke. <laughs> shouldn't give us his work email. <laughs> seems Luke gave wherever he is because he's, he's journeying around Canada. He seems to have done a little, what did he call that? Like a, uh, a, a, raft river, a river rapid rafting experience. Yeah. yeah. And they emailed him the video, the video. from his GoPro. <laughs> We've watched it. We watched, we watched, two, we watched seconds two seconds that, that was downloaded. Downloaded, So yeah. So that was fun. Uh, but Eden emailed in, will 2019 be good for WWE and crap gimmick wrestling? Who will be the top star in both companies? Ooh. Well, I think crap gimmick wrestling will have a good 2019. Yeah. As ever. Can only go from strength to strength. Yeah, it's, it's got a very strong roster, especially now yeah. that the Pope didn't make it. Didn't uh, quite yeah, make the yeah, not, not, uh, yeah, diluting it down. I would say I'm, I'm a big WrestleBot 1000 guy. You are? Yeah. Yeah, I'd push, push him as the top guy. In CG dub, I'm I'm with a fishmonger because you give me the right coat, I also yeah. look like a fisherman. Uh, what about WWE? Roman Reigns? This oh, Reigns will be yeah. booked. Oh, right. the top star booked. Okay, well Reigns will. St- I think yeah. Reigns is still going to have at least until WrestleMania a very strong year, and probably after yeah. that. If if the rumors are believed to be true, on the other on the other brand, maybe Joe. Mm. Maybe Joe. I don't know. I don't know if AJ's time is up yet. I think. AJ's, He's had it for a long time. AJ's, yeah, I think they're going to. I think they're pushing him to beat CM Punk. Uh, He's coming up. He's, cut, he's about fifty days off CM Punk's Are you serious? record. That yeah. long? When did he win the title? I think, is it? I think. Yeah, he's he's about about that far off. I think I saw the other day. Can't. I can't even. Oh no! Good grief! Has he had it since he beat Jinder Mahal last November on a live or October? Yeah, he's had it since he won it on the yeah the live. the SmackDown over here. Yes. Yeah. Wow. 
that is long. So he is. Co- he, he hasn't had the best reign. He is coming up on CM Punk's record, I believe. Yeah. So I think they might be keeping that WrestleMania going. WrestleMania so time. Could, would be stop a talking about CM Punk, yeah. who keeps suing them. <laughs> uh, then we've got Ben Martin, who uh, points out that he's the pub church guy. So he's he holds a church in a pub. He emailed in before. Hang on, on so the... he holds a church in a pub and not a pub in a church. I can't remember which way. No, he but it's the pub now. in the church. Is that guy? Is it? Yeah, he does a bar, a little bar in the church. Okay, cool. Uh, on the latest edition of NXT four six five at the time of writing, they were advertising tickets for Takeover War Games in November. With the current state of things in NXT, who would you like to see in that main event and why? Keep up the consistent work and hope to see you chaps on the Saturday at Wrestling MediaCon. Well, be there, buddy. Come say hi. Find us. Uh, so what, what Don't are you find me. For? I'll be hiding. Yeah. Laurie's uh, scared. I am scared. Um, well, TakeOver War Games, I'm thinking. So we need three teams. An Undisputed so we need Era, three te- Yeah, we need three teams of three. So I think Undisputed Era is... It doesn't a have sh- to be. It could be uh, an old-fashioned five-on-five. Yeah, true. I think it, I think it's more likely to be three teams. Because that's the, 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 the format they... Mm. Built for it last year, so I think probably Undisputed Era is a shoe in for that. Uh, who else do we have? Mustache Mountain, I think we could have. There another what well, with Pete Dunn. With Pete Dunn, so, so we, could, well, we could actually, in fact, have, yeah, we could in fact have British Strong Style there because they're still building that angle from this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also building a Ricochet Pete Dunn separate side, a side angle. Um, and then who else would be the third team? You'd have to kind of make a makeshift team. Yeah. Because there aren't any other big factions, are there? No. You could just do have w- Keith Lee by his own. War Raiders and Keith Lee, you could do. Oh, yeah. Was it. Who did. Uh, who teamed with War Raiders recently against the Disputed Era? Oh. Was it Ricochet or was it Pete Dunn? Maybe it was Ricochet. Yeah, so that could be. Because you can see one. Ricochet in that match as another great. Yeah, so that, that I think that could be the combination. It's difficult if you're going to do the, yeah three teams of three because mm. they don't have as many factions as they had last year for yeah. that sort of thing. Which is why I think it might go in the direction of a uh, uh, two teams. Two teams so, of five. So two guys get to pick their team members and then can pick throughout the entire roster, but. I, you know, that would lend itself towards a Gargano Champa, but I don't want that to be diluted down that feud. I just want that to be them two warring in singles. Well, because I, yeah, I just also don't think Champa would choose a team, do you? Like, point, I just, I just yeah. think, I think he would just go, no, that's yeah. silly. I don't want to. I'm not going to do that well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daniel O'Farrell, what would yours and Laurie's dream WWE triple threat match be with one guy from Raw, one guy from SmackDown? And one guy from NXT. I think this is something that should feature at Survivor Series. Sort oh, of an exhibition cool. match like that. Yeah. And make it a yearly deal. I think this is a really nice idea, Dan. Mm. Uh, have you got any, any picks? One option would be Bala and AJ, which we've seen before. Yes. And then Cole. Of course. A, a Bullet Club leadership oh. for car. That's a great idea. Yeah. I think that would. I think it would obviously be. Like, they're all. They are all top guys on their respective yeah. brands. Finn, maybe not so much at the moment, but Finn has the potential to be. AJ is the top guy, and Adam Cole. I think, to all intents and purposes, despite not having a belt anymore, is definitely in the, that top three people of NXT. So, 
I've got nothing to top. Them. Yeah, I just think I just think that would be great. It's a great idea. I mean, yeah, it depends how much they want to play into the, the yeah. old, old club vibes, but that would be fun. What about like a women's match then? Who would okay. you if you had a, if you had to pick women's? So I would go for. Oh, it's difficult, isn't it? Uh, to, because you're trying to think of what dynamics you would play off and still mm. make it a good match. Yeah. So I I love Sasha. So probably Sasha in there, Becky. Sasha Becky. And then, but who who down in no one in NXT is really connected to that no, anymore. No, it's difficult to hear. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could have Asuka and Kyrie Sane, but yeah. Asuka if you, and if you, if you, there's you no quickly, connection there beyond yeah. Japanese. If you could really quickly send Kyrie Sane to Raw, you yeah. could do Io Shirai, yes. Asuka, Kyrie Sane as a insane. as a match. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a bit trickier with the the women's one. That British guy asks, when is Luke coming back? Tuesday. He'll be back on Tuesday from his little trip in Canada. Uh, Joe. Unless the end of that video is a lot darker than we originally imagined. <laughs> <It's a snuff laughs> uh, I've got a, a great one from Joe here. Would you rather fight one Braun Strowman-sized Hornswoggle or ten Hornswoggle-sized Braun Strowmans? Um... Because uh, well, the thing is, Hornswoggle's obviously dimensions are uh, out of proportion. Mm. So if you then proportion him up to be, it's going to be more unstable. A Braun Strowman-sized person, you end up with someone with a much larger torso, yeah, and smaller legs. So I think maybe that. Like, well, just picture Peter Dinklage yeah. in Infinity War. Yes, I think yes. that's kind of what you get into, and I yeah, and I, I feel quite uncomfortable talking about it. But <laughs> that is my choice, I think, yeah. rather than ten, yeah, ten hornswoggle-sized Braun Strowmans. I just think from a numbers game, I think that the ten hornswoggle-sized Braun Strowmans would would swarm you mm. pretty quickly, and their like their strength combined will be bigger than. Mm. One broad, like at least double the amount of Braun Strowman. One slightly off balance Braun Strowman. Yeah, Stroman. and you can't. You've got. To, you'll have to defend against loads of Strowmans. I just want Braun Swoggle. That's all I want. Yeah, that's it. Braun Swoggle. Uh, that was that in the the like the mix. I guess it wouldn't be a mix match challenge. But what a what a tag team that we missed out on there. <laughs> yeah. And finally, Courtney Summers. If you could choose a surprise for All In, would you pick Neville or CM Punk? I think Neville. Really? Yeah, I do. I think I think I would prefer Neville than CM Punk. But he's gone now. Like we, we know that Neville's gonna come back to wrestling. I uh, know, but I prefer I prefer Neville to CM Punk. C- CM Punk's my guy. Well, there you go. Though we've got a different. Why choose CM Punk? Well, everyone enjoy All In this evening. Uh, I'll hopefully be back. Very groggy headed tomorrow with a little mini review. But I've been Ollie Davis. Oh, click the videos as well. And this is Patreon. I've been Ollie Davis. This has been El Fagador. And that was Rambling. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.